night, everybody. I know that this is Thursday and not Wednesday, and uh, had I been thinking clearly uh, on Sunday, I would have said that going this Wednesday I was on call, and so would be doing service on Thursday. And because I didn't, I let everybody know last night that I would do uh, service tonight. But going forward, um, if I've got Wednesday night call, I will plan on doing service on Thursday uh, just simply because uh, right now uh, getting my call covered on Wednesday uh, may be an issue. And so unless somebody takes it, uh, well in advance, I will just uh, do Thursday night service if I'm on call on Wednesdays. Uh, so that being said, we'll get into our prayer request and uh, ask that you just remember everybody. We're thankful for everybody's prayers uh, that we've had over the last little bit. Continue to pray for Jody. Uh, uh, the fever... Fever's bed better today, but she does have an ear infection and on antibiotics there, so do remember her. Uh, continue to pray for Brother Sue Paul, Sister Nint, and Sister Donna Faye. Uh, she's got upcoming appointments, remember her. Uh, Sister Rhonda, uh, remember her. Uh, Reva Barnes's brother, uh, Brother Don Real. Autumn is doing better, but continue to remember her, Sister Mary, real, uh, Timothy King, Sister Jean, uh, her brother Roy, uh, Jason, uh, he was, uh, I got an update from Sister Kay uh, the other evening, and uh, so doing some better, but uh, definitely uh, needing our prayers there. I haven't talked to her today, so I'm not real sure on, on how he is today. <clears throat> but continue to pray for him, uh, Brother Bill, Sister Joanne, uh, Darren, uh, Sister Barbara's granddaughter Maggie, uh, Brother Jerry and Sister Joanne Dunaway, uh, Mariah entered her last uh, uh, month of uh, expectancy and, and waiting to see when the little one arrives. Um, Brenda Walls. Remember her, uh, Kayla, uh, Brother Lloyd Shores, Brother Danny Smith, uh, Debbie Henderson, uh, Sister Joanne's friend that had uh, kidney disease and transplant, Norma Whitledge, Donna Cottle, Jessica and family, and then Reverend Steve Harris, uh, Tony Ludwig, Reva Noblin's dad, uh, friend's dad, if I pray a second, uh, yeah, so her friend's dad, uh, also remember her friend Shelly, uh, Brother Johnny Belt, continue to pray for Brother Johnny, Justin Kinser, uh, Eva Dodd, uh, Sister Rose Todd and her family, Brother Daniel and Sister Diane, uh, Sister Rhonda Collins, uh, Evan and Rob, Joan Betty Howard, Sister Gail's great nephew, and then Dr. Bill Curry, uh, Debbie Scott, uh, 
Audrey Bedford. Uh, continue to remember Sister Lisa Buckner in your prayers. Also, in uh, remember Brother Grant and their family. Uh, Brandon had been sick. Uh, remember him. Uh, Kathy uh, and uh, Sister Kenya's family. Her aunt passed away, and then her dad. Uh, he didn't pass away, but remember her dad too. Uh, and then Robin's family. Uh, so these are our prayer requests, and we'll go over the Lord in prayer. And uh, I don't remember if we've got any more on our uh, text messaging, uh, but we have been sharing some prayers and some praises, and uh, so uh, just remember that <coughs> as well in your prayers uh, this evening. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. We thank you, dear God, for allowing us to gather tonight in this manner, Lord. We pray that you would just have your way in our hearts and homes. Father, we pray that you'd reach down, anoint, and touch, dear God, and give us the strength, guidance, and wisdom that we need to continue to carry out and do your will. Father, we pray tonight that you would anoint and touch every need according to your plan and purpose. Father, that you would have your way in every heart, those we're praying for. And Lord, we ask you just to move and guide, Father, and just intervene. Lord, we, we know our heart's desire is that all these needs would be met and every life would be healed, uh, dear God. But, Father, we just trust you to do what's right. Lord, we ask you that you just uh, be with the, uh, those we don't know. Father, whatever needs there might be tonight of others, dear God, uh, help them. Lord, we pray this evening that you would just uh, touch, Lord, as we go into thy word. Uh, Father, we ask you tonight that you would be with those that are lost. And backslidden, dear God, Father, help them, Lord, tonight to see their need uh, to be saved, Lord, or to come back to your precious God. Father, we just ask you that you would just help us as we go through your word uh, to say nothing other than that which you'd have us to. And dear God, we just praise you and we thank you, Lord, and we give you glory, Father, in the blessed name of Christ Jesus, and amen, amen. Uh, thankful tonight for the word of God what it says, what it means, and uh, I tell you, we uh, oftentimes don't think uh, enough about the importance of the Word of God. Uh, visited with a friend today, our brother Stacy Valine, and um, we was talking again, and uh, was talking about uh, church, and then also about uh, revival, and you know, Revival comes through prayer and reading of the Word of God. It starts in the individual. Uh, it starts there, then uh, their home, then, then to the church. Uh, and, you know, we really need uh, today for folks to get into a spirit of revival in, in our lives. And I'm not wanting to talk so much about revival tonight as just the sense of what does it take for us to get to where we need to be with God so God can do uh, and move. And, and I'll be honest with you, I was reading and looking over some things tonight, <clears throat> and uh, I was thinking about prayer because I, I, I've got some scriptures on prayer and different folks are praying. And then I got to thinking about it too, how many times that uh, – I've, I've said where I see a bumper sticker that says, uh, God bless America. And I always say that God would bless America if America would turn to God. 
there was a time in which we were a God-fearing country. Uh, we're not that anymore today, just by all aspects of what things are. Uh, the Bible tells us that man will wax worse and worse, and we're living in that fulfillment. We're living in a time when the Bible tells us that uh, there'd be a great falling away. We see that. Uh, we see the Bible's truth about false teachers and preachers and people following seducing spirits and doctrine of devils. We, we see that. Um, and You know, the, the thing of it is, is as we see all of these things, our hope as Christians is that we know that uh, our redemption draweth nigh, that, that the Lord will be coming. Uh, back for us but on the same hand we also see that as things are going this manner we've got to be more apt uh, to teach and to preach and to pray and try to encourage people to come to know the Lord to follow his will and serve him um, and in order to do that we've got to ourselves make sure that we are where we need to be uh, with the Lord and, and I thought about the 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 uh scripture where joshua says choose you this day whom you will serve and the choice is between the god uh of the amorites and the canaanites in which land they are or the god who uh, created them the god who saved them the god who brought them out of the land of egypt brought them out of bondage and um, i tell you it's interesting uh, to think about these these words and what they mean and i actually done a, a study the other evening on the word created or creation and uh and when you look at it uh every time the word created is mentioned in scripture it's always in reference to god and that god did the creating which is purposely there because of this only god can create you and i can take something and and mix it together and make something else but we cannot create anything and god created all things but uh getting back to the thought there uh that we need to return uh to the lord and we need to return to him spiritually speaking uh through prayer we need to return to him through the word uh and if we'll do those things there i believe we'll start to see uh, the fulfillment of scripture in this that god said that in the last days he would pour out his spirit upon our sons and our daughters he he and he was talking about uh to them that that the spirit of god would be revealed and uh, they would begin to minister prophesy and there's no new prophecy that we need other than what's in the scripture but we don't even prophesy reading the scripture anymore hardly and so you know I looked up these two words, three words, I guess you could say, because I was kind of curious about it. Uh, return unto me. And it's found five times in your Bible. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Remember, the number five is the number of grace or the number of death. Uh, and if we return unto the Lord, we will receive grace. Uh, in, in our death, there's no greater grace to have than of the lord but the first time we find it is in the book of isaiah uh, the 44th chapter uh, and if you go over there and look in the 44th chapter uh, we'll back up just a, a few verses here or a verse rather in verse 21 it says remember these O jacob and israel for thou art my servant i have formed thee 
thou art my servant. O Israel, thou shalt not be forgotten of me. Now, now, if you just think about something for a second here, um, God is making the declaration of how that he uh, has taken care of or formed uh, his people. And then he's also saying to them that they're, they're the servants. We're supposed to be servants of God. Uh, Paul said he was the servant of the Lord. He said he was the prisoner of God. And, and so, you know what, uh, God is reminding them, reminding Israel, reminding them that they're his servants. He, he's reminding you and I that we're his servants. And, and servants not as in he's the taskmaster and we've got nothing to do but serve him and, and do his beckoning, but rather this, that we should love him and choose to follow him and desire him. And he said in verse 22, he said, I blot out. As a thick as a thick cloud, uh, thy transgressions, and as a cloud, thy sins. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Now think about it for just a second. Um, you go get me. I'm fixing to sneeze. Uh, but he said, "I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions." God, God, when we come to the Lord, when we accept him as lord and savior of our lives he forgives us of our sins remember uh you know he he blots out our iniquities and we thank god for that and we praise him for it and so you know uh he's telling them there he he's already done this work he's already hap, uh, uh, blessed them in this manner and so he says I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgression, and as a cloud thy sins return unto me. So when you and I have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives, that's exactly what God's done. He has washed away our sins. He's blotted them out. They're not there to be seen anymore. Uh, they're not to be remembered against us anymore. The Bible says that he has removed them from us as far as the east from the west. Uh, to be remembered no more and so when we stand before God with the blood of Christ applied all my past sins they're they're done they're gone they're they're not going to be brought up and, and so I'm thankful for that but because he said there I have redeemed thee uh, and think about it he said I have returned unto me for I have redeemed thee uh, he is our redeemer he is our blessedness he is our hope he's our righteousness uh he's our joy uh it, it just stop and think about all these things here forget excuse me uh, uh but god has done that so that's the first place then you go to isaiah uh, chapter 55 This one starts off in verse 1, and I, I like this. We'll, we'll start in verse 1. I'll try to be uh, uh, move through quickly, but look at what he says. Ho, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and you labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me. And eat 
ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me here, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader to the commander to the people, excuse me, and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God, for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Look at verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Remember in the New Testament, he says, Today is the day of salvation, and now is the appointed time. We need to be calling on God while he is near. We need to be seeking him. He said, Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord. Now, now look at that. Return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. And we know that. That's what's going on today. We're not following after the thoughts of God. We're not following after the ways of God. And yet, we, if we will do that, God can work. God can move. God can bless. God can stir up uh, our hearts and minds again. He goes on, For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, uh, in bud that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my, reward, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Now look at this, it shall not return unto me void. And God's word going out does what it needs to do. And it says, and it shall prosper in the things whatsoever I send it. Can I tell you that uh, the word of God does exactly what it's supposed to do. It convicts or it encourages, it strengthens, it challenges, it lifts up. Uh, Whatever God's plan and purpose for his word when it goes out is going to be accomplished. And I thought tonight, I thought I was praying and, and I said, Lord, I said, I know your word will accomplish whatever it sets out to do if. And I thought, wait a second, there's no if. It doesn't matter if I, I do or I don't hear it. It doesn't matter if somebody else does or don't hear it uh, or heed to it. Because, listen, it's going to do what God desires for it to do. It's going to convict. Uh, if God so desires for it to convict, if somebody's, but God's word does not, and I think sometimes we think, well, people just don't care. It didn't do anything. No, it did something. It did what God wanted it to do. Whether or not those folks or you or I will react to it is up to us. And that's what he says there. His word will not return unto him. He said, so it shall not return unto me void. And so God's word is not going to return under him void now remember if we return unto god we'll no longer be void uh, but we'll be in the will of god in the plan of god he said for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands if we will just put our faith and our trust in god his word 
accomplishes his will in our lives and we put our faith and trust in him, it's his word is going to lift us up. It's going to strengthen us. It's going to guide us. It's going to make us thankful that we've accepted him and followed him. And then the next place is Jeremiah chapter 4. Jeremiah chapter 4. Start right off in verse 1. He says this, If thou wilt return, O Israel, saith the Lord, return unto me. And if thou wilt put away thine abominations out of my sight, then shalt thou not remove. Uh, uh, think about this. Uh, if you and I return unto God and we stand firm, uh, God's got, he, he can just do wondrous things. He said, Thou shalt swear the Lord liveth in truth and judgment and righteousness, and the nation shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall thy, they glory. Uh, if you think about this, that God will bless the nation that doesn't forget him. But the nations that forget God, God will not bless. And you and I can say it this way. If people will bless God, if we return to God and we serve God and we bless God, God's going to bless us. And, and blessings is not always monetary. We get that all messed up a lot of times. Blessing doesn't mean I'm going to get a lot of money. Uh, I'm blessed by reading the Word of God. I'm blessed by going to God in prayer and feeling his presence there and knowing that he's hearing me and that, that he's hearing my prayers and he cares. That's a blessing. Uh, God blesses me with people around me who love me and pray for me. That's a blessing. And so, you know, when you stop to think about it, God blesses us, us a lot of ways. And it's just we sometimes we get it all messed up. If we're not getting uh, extra money or extra possessions, it's not a blessing. No. There's blessings in just knowing that God is with you and present with you. So he, he's telling them, he said there, if thou wilt return uh, and, and do that, he said, if thou wilt return, O Israel, saith the Lord, return unto me. And church, we've got to get back to God. I'm just telling you tonight, uh, that's, the, that's the area that, that we've got to get to. Return back to the Lord. If thou wilt return, Return unto me. Uh, then go over to Jeremiah chapter 24. Jeremiah 24. Let's start back here in verse 4. It said, And again the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chaldeans for their good. I will set mine eyes upon them for good. I will bring them again to this land, and I will build them and not pull them down. I will plant them and not pluck them up. I'm going to tell you something. When God builds you up, you're in good shape. When God plants you, you're in good shape. Can I just tell you that when God does things the, the way that it needs to be, the enemy cannot uh, turn that around. He cannot change that. Uh, and, and I've said this, 
before, and it's true. If we will serve God, it does not matter what the devil does. He cannot defeat us. Not because we're great, we're powerful, and we're mighty, but because God is. And us serving God makes all the difference. So God fights our battles for us in those aspects there. Then he goes on. He says, I will give them a heart to know me for that, excuse me, that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall, excuse me, for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. Can I tell you that is so vitally important. If we want to see a move of God, if we want to see the blessings of God in our lives, we want to see uh, God just work and, and do things, then, then we've got to return to God with our whole heart, not just part of it, but with our whole heart. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes it's a battle uh, to set aside the world and the things of the world and focus on the Lord and do His will. Uh, because, you know, we've got so many distractions. But can I tell you, when you put your heart into it, uh, it becomes a whole lot simpler. It becomes a whole lot easier because we, we return to the Lord, excuse me, with our whole heart. And we serve Him faithfully uh, with our whole heart. Uh, so then go over to the book of Malachi. Chapter 3, sorry. Malachi chapter 3. We use this passage a lot on tithes, okay? It applies to tithing. It applies to giving to the Lord. But, but look at what he says here. He says, even from the days of your fathers, ye have ye are gone away from my ordinances. We, we started down this road a long time ago. It's not been easy to get back. And here, herein lies the problem. The more uh, comfortable we are in this life with the things of this life, the less dependent upon God we become. And we can see that uh, in our own country. We can see that in our own state. We can see that in our own homes, our own churches, in our own lives. And when we begin to realize who we are or where we're at, and that's the study I have on prayer, uh, when we can see ourselves, we'll, we'll start to cry out to God in a manner uh, that has got, I guess you could say, uh, urgency it's got conviction and so he said here he said even from those days of your fathers ye are gone away from my ordinances and I have not and excuse me and not him God's kept he said and have not kept them return unto me and I will return unto you saith the Lord of hosts but you said wherein shall we return that's exactly the mindset that we have today. People are saying, well, where, where do we need to turn back to God? Or why do we need to turn back to God? Or I've not turned away from God. Or 
you know, I'm still doing what I can. And, and there's always an excuse as to why we're not close enough to God or we don't even realize that we're not. Remember what he said in the book of Revelations? Uh, he, when he was talking to the church there, uh, I believe it was the church of Laodicea. Let me get over here for just a second. the church of Laodicean he said in verse 14 Revelations 3 14 and unto the angel of the church of Laodicea write these things saith the amen the faithful true witness the beginning of the creation of God I know thy works thou art neither cold nor hot I would that thou were cold or hot so then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot I will spew thee out of my mouth because thou sayest I'm in I'm rich or excuse me I'm rich and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I mean, we're, we're living in that time when we don't think we need anything, and yet, boy, we need, we need the outpouring of the Spirit of God more than we could even imagine, and we need God in our lives strong, uh, more so than we can imagine. So then he says in verse 18, I counsel thee by me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich, white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eyesight that thou mayest see. Now, church, we don't even realize a lot of times the condition we're in because we have fooled ourselves or because somebody else has told us it's all good, everything's all right. And, you know, I was thinking tonight, when I was praying, there's times when I say stuff that people don't like. And I said, I asked the Lord, make sure that I don't say anything other than what you would have me to say according to your will. And, you know, there's times when I say stuff that convicts my heart and just sends me uh, right down to the depth there where I'm, I realize, you know, it, I'm not talking just to the folks in, out there in the congregation or on the stream. I'm talking to myself. And uh, a lot of times when I'm studying and, I, and I'm reading that and I'm, I'm talking to myself, I can see my own self, you know. And we do, we get that way where we, really, we just think, well, you know, what's really wrong or, you know, I'm good. And the truth of the matter is that whenever we begin to go, well, I'm good, we're, we're, we're getting in trouble. And so we need to make sure that we're following him, holding on to him, you know. Uh, and just doing it. He, but he said, even in those days, your fathers, you're gone away from the, my ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me. I like this. Return unto me, and I will return unto you. Remember the scripture says, draw nigh unto God, and he will draw nigh unto you. And so he says, return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But you said, wherein have we, or wherein shall we return? We don't even realize that we've gone astray and he goes on here and he talks about what they've done there excuse me he said will a man excuse me will a man rob God yet ye have robbed me but ye say wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings ye are cursed with the curse for ye have robbed me even this whole nation Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that ye may be that there may be meat in my house, and prove me 
now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, If I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Can I just tell you, God gets our first. That's the key. God gets our first. He gets our first fruits. It's not just in in, in monetary things. If you look at this, he said, the whole nation has robbed him. Bring, bring in the tithes. Bring in what belongs to God. Remember Jesus said, give unto God what's God. Give unto Caesar. Excuse me, Caesar's what's Caesar's. And so when we put him first and we follow him and we serve him and we love him and we honor him and we push the world off to the side and we, we put God first, we, we, get, we, how do I put this? We then remove the obstacles that allow God to open up the windows of heaven. I mean, just think about this for just a second. The windows of heaven to pour out a blessing so much, so big. Now, now again, we're not talking about money. It's not going to rain millions of dollars down from heaven on you. Now, if God so chooses to do that, he can do that. But, but, but blessings are not monetary only. Blessings are the Spirit of God, the move of God, the Word of God, the, the, the presence of God. The, the, just think about the joy of God. And so he says that he will pour out a blessing. And look at that. He said, out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. It is so abundant, there's not even enough room to receive it, let alone hold it. And man, how it would be if you and I was to get right with the Lord. And, and just think about this. If we all got where we need to be with God and just followed him, what would God be able to do? And I'm telling you, it starts right here. Me getting right with God. Me doing what God would have me to do. Me following the Lord. And you say, brother, you say a lot of me. Yeah, if me does what this word says, then God can pour out blessings on me. God can move me god can use me god can guide me and, and when i do all of these things and you do those things then god does the same for us and then just think about it this way what god can do with me blessing god move in my home blessing god moves in our church blessing god moves in our community blessing god just begins to stir and the, and the real issue is this will we really look at ourselves and say you know what I need to get right with God, or I need to get back to God. I need to be stronger with God, stronger in my relationship with God. I need to be more desirous of the things of God, of the Word of God, of our prayer time. And I'll just be honest with you. I think there, there are a lot of folks out there who are hungry, and they're thirsty. They want to see God move. They want to see God work. They feel it in their lives. They're feeling it in their home, and now they want to see it in you know in the church they want to see it outside of that and the truth of the matter is if we'll all set our hearts to the lord god can do amazing things and so you know tonight uh just to be encouraging and just tell you you know let's make sure that if we're not where we need to be we return to where we need to be and that's why the scripture says return unto me 
We've already read it a couple times where God said, if we'll return unto him, he'll return unto us. Father, this evening we thank you and we praise you, dear God. We love you, Lord. Just ask your Father to help us tonight to follow thy word and do thy will. Lord, thank you for the spirit and the presence, Lord, we feel because of your, your word and the spirit's presence in our lives. And thank you, Father, for the joy that we have, dear God, in being able to deliver your word. And I just pray, Father, this evening, touch every heart and every soul and help us, Lord, one, encourage one another and lift one another up. And, Father, in praying for one another so that when we get together, dear God, we have that unity and that bond in the spirit of, of peace. And, Lord, we, we can be of one mind and one accord, and you can do great and wonderful things. We'll just praise you, Father. We'll thank you, Father, tonight. In Jesus' precious, blessed, and holy name, and amen. Amen. We pray God will bless you and keep you safe and see you uh, Sunday, if the Lord be willing to allow us that day. Uh, if not, see you in heaven, hopefully, and pray. We don't think about that a lot of times, but I can just tell you for a fact tonight, uh, no guarantees uh, this evening to, about we go home to be with the Lord or tomorrow even at that too. Uh, but God bless you. We love you. See you next time, Lord willing.